What's up everyone, it's your boy Fenyo and here we are for another edition of the Early Brilliance Podcast to begin your week hearing about the mess of a sport that is MMA. Um, not a lot to talk about this week to be honest, but well, I have my tabs open here so uh, I don't know, let's get into it. Um, let's start with the recaps. There was Bellator going on last week. Uh, main event was Yegar Musasi versus uh, Leon Edwards' brother, uh, F- Fabian Edwards. <laughs> uh, we also saw some Brent Primus uh, in action. Apparently, that's part of a tournament, a uh, lightweight tournament, I guess. Uh, Douglas Lima got a win. Uh, we saw Thibaut Guti in action as well. I did not get to watch this one. I saw some clips of Fabian Edwards taking Jagger Musasi down and that was very funny. So let's get into the card that I did see and it wasn't it was not a good card. It was uh Rosenstroke versus uh Jayton Almeida. So we all knew it was either a Rosenstroke knockout or an Almeida victory on the ground. Uh, Almeida comes, tries to take the, get a takedown out of, out of the bat. Rosenstroik stops it. Um, they move a little bit. Rosenstroik, as usual, doesn't throw strikes. Um, Almeida, I think, threw a, like a left hook and then went like super low, like super low double leg. Uh, gets it to the ground. Rosenstroik is not like actually trying to get up. I I, I guess the game plan was like. Wait for for Jelton to to make a transition and try to to work his way up to his feet from there. Oh, but Almeida was too much for Rosenstruck. Got to the mount. Rosenstruck turtle got the back rear naked choke. Yada yada yada. You know, you know how that is. Co-main event was uh, bad too. To be honest, so we have Johnny Walker and Anthony Smith. Very low volume fight. Um, the fight mostly decided by Johnny Walker, like landing heavy calf kicks on Anthony Smith, who did not have an answer for any of them. And yeah, I mean, the only interesting part of, of the fight was Anthony Smith saying like, you're hurting my family or something like that. And Johnny Walker saying like, what? And, <laughs> and that was it. Uh, not a good fight. Uh, I don't, Johnny Walker like, talking about a rematch uh, against champion Jamal Hill. That's silly. Um, before that, we saw Ian Machado Gary versus D-Rod, Daniel Rodriguez. And not, not a good fight, but a good performance by Gary. Gary looked very sharp and very powerful. Uh, out of the bat, uh, attacking the body with, with big uh, middle kicks. D-Rod, not, not very good, like... He was, he was trying to catch the middle kick, so a lot of people were saying, like, oh, I saw the head kick come from a mile. Uh, fair, fair to them, you know. Um, Gary Lance, uh, a sneaky head kick, like, not full power, but uh, very quick. Uh, Deaver doesn't see it. He gets rocked, follows up to the ground, good stuff. And Gary keeps climbing the division. He calls, he calls out uh, Neil Magny. I think that would be... Uh, a fair test for him. Uh, I think Gary actually wins that fight pretty easily, but 
But it's always it's always cool to see the up and comers against Magni because Magni had have a frustrating style and also interesting to see Gary fighting someone as tall as him. He's, he's probably not very used to that. Uh, but yeah, I mean, Gary, one of the best welterweights in the world right now. Um, I, 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 to be honest, when, when I saw his first fight in the UFC, I was like, this guy's not ready for the UFC. But it turns out he's been improving. Uh, he's been fighting like harder and harder competition and looking better every time. Uh, he still has flaws, obviously. He's not, like, the best fighter in the world. I think he's... There's a big gap between, like, Gary and the very, actually, top of the division, like, Rachmanov and Jeff Neal, that kind of, of guys, uh, before the, the Super League that the Leon Edwards and Kemal Rulesmans of the world. But, but, I mean, Gary is in... You know, he's taking a very good path to the top. Um, uh, am I expecting him to be champion? Um, not really, but but he could prove me wrong. I mean, he's he's very good, he's young, and he's been improving, so very impressed uh, Very impressed by, by Ian Gary here. Before that, we have a duel. We have Carlos Ulberg against the duelist himself, Ihor Pocheria. Um, so, Ulberg um, the Orthodox against Poteria, the, the Southpaw. Uh, Poteria tries to close in the distance. Ulberg with, with the lean back check hook uh, catches Ihor on the back of the head. Ihor goes down. Ulberg starts going ground pound. He decides, like, Ulberg called the fight. Like, he stands up and the referee stops it. I think it was a good stoppage. Like, you can tell Ulberg got up. Poteria was still on the ground. Like, Clearly not defending himself anymore. Uh, great stoppage, but Dominic Cruz, who was on the commentary, um, very annoyed with the finish because that was um, Keith Peterson, who was refereeing. And you know that Cruz has that stupid beef with Peterson because uh, Peterson stopped the fight against Cejudo after Cejudo landed that knee to the head of Cruz. Cruz said he wasn't even rocked, that he was okay. Then Cruz claimed... Peterson was smelling like smoke and, to buy, and tobacco. Um, fucking mess. But yeah, I mean, Cruz making an ass out of himself, I think. It was a good stoppage, good for for Ulberg. Um, and yeah, I mean, we all knew, like, we... It's sad that we didn't get to see the, the dance, the duelist dance. But Pochera is not very good. Before that, we have a fight between veterans. It was Alex Morono versus Tim Means. Uh, Tim Means was fighting a very good fight in my opinion. Uh, I was loving the the counter left hands to the body that he was landing at the end of combinations and the end of exchanges. Morono with his tricky like like loopy right hands was catching Means at first, but Means was adapting. Uh, Means was also got a takedown the first round. I gave the first round to Means. Uh, second round comes. Uh, Alex Morono makes. A little bit of adjustments because he starts fighting hands more actively. Uh, but still, uh, I thought like Team Means was in control. Team Means goes for a, for a single leg uh, from the opposite stances. Morona grabs a guillotine and that was all she wrote. Morona wins by guillotine. It was sad by, for Team Means because I felt like he was fighting a good fight. But, but yeah. Uh, before that, we have the, the best finish of the night. Matt Brown fought Kurt McGee in a fight between big-time veterans. I mean, both guys, like, 
close to like 70 fights combined between both. Uh, very quick fight. Uh, before, a, before a minute runs on the clock, uh, Cormagui was starting to establish, uh, was trying to establish distance with the jab and with the inside leg kick. Uh, he goes inside. Matt Brown slips the the jab. It wasn't like a fully committed jab, more like a throwaway jab. Matt Brown slips to the outside cross counter, right hand to the temple. Cormagui was out, and Matt Brown ties Derek Lewis for the record of most knockouts in UFC history. So good for the immortal. We we all love Matt Brown. Before that, we had Carl Williams versus Chase Chairman. Um, awful fight. Uh, Chase Chairman did a, a good job of defending takedowns here and there. Um, I thought uh, Carl Williams took the first with a takedown. Then Chase started defending takedowns very well. Carl Williams, uh, as I said when I when I watch watch a tape on him before uh, a pay-per-view. Um, oh yeah, this fight was supposed to be on the last pay-per-view, so I'm, I did tape study for both guys. So Carl Williams, uh, not a very big heavyweight, uh, not very good anywhere, but he's athletic and he's fast and he has cardio. So he gets to wrestle a bunch and he, and to his credit, Carl Williams fights fights well tired because he doesn't have the depth, but he still keeps trying. He maintains like fast hands down the line. I thought it was very close fight. Uh, first one for Williams, obviously, second one for Sherman. The third one, I thought like Sherman kind of took it with some of the heavier strikes. He had lower volume, but uh, some heavy leg kicks and then he landed some stuff at the beginning, but then Carl Williams established the jab. Uh, could have gone either way. But yeah, it was, to be honest, for heavyweight, it was bad, but it was like not terrible. Probably better than your average heavyweight fight. Before that, the the only like actually good fight of the card, um, Douglas, the Silva, Douglas Silva, the Andrade fought Cody Stayman. At a catch weight at 140. Stayman looking bigger than Silva, the Andrade, very, <laughs> he's moving up to 145, so good for him. So first round, kind of close. Uh, Sylvan right taking it with the volume. Um, the Andrade uh, doing his usual stuff, leaping in with big left hooks to the body, finishing combinations with the low kicks, uh, catching with very very well timed spinning back kicks to the body and that kind of stuff. Uh, first round, uh, Stayman was m making Douglas miss a lot, but he was not punishing at all. Uh, I was commanding during the fight that Stayman looked allergic to countering. Second round then came, it was a bit closer, Stayman was landing some good shots, but the Adrage like very explosive, keeping the high volume. Uh, third round comes, Stayman uh, starts actually countering and starts catching Silva the Adrage with the, with the left hook uh, on the counter. Uh, I mean, you know, like if you lead with a, with a leaping left hook to the body from the outside, your, your left side is like completely open for for a right hand but also if your if your right hand is not up you're also like exposed to the left hook upstairs uh Stayman starts putting the left hook together on the lead on the uh, on the counter and then hurts the entrage first with uh he follows with a one two three combination and then when the entrage is backing up he he throws the two three again catches him clean with the left hook the entrage is hurt 
stay and follows him. Uh, lands like a, a close quarters, like right hook uh, with a court, I think. Diatrash goes to the ground, same as settles for top position and ground and pound, doesn't really go for the finish after a while, and and he lost the decision. Um, I think it's it's on the corner, do not say like Stema, like you're probably, uh, even even if you thought you won one of the, of the previous two rounds, like you gotta tell your fighter, um, you're probably down two, like go for the finish if it presents itself. And it clearly presented itself for Stayman and he did not go for the finish. Uh, other than that, interesting thing that happened here. Um, first round, uh, Stayman grabs the Andrade, um, gets a takedown. The Andrade pushes on the neck. Uh, Stayman like calls the fall, like, uh, like he looks at the ref like, what the fuck, man? And the ref like gives a warning to the Andrade and then restarts them on the feet. That it's, that's terrible judging. I mean, people were saying like Stayman should have not complained about that. And, and I guess that's kind of true. It was not, you can, you can even argue it was not even a kick. Uh, the, the neck is considered the head. So if you kick the neck from the floor, that's illegal. But, but you're allowed to push. Uh, the definition is kind of vague in that sense, but Stayman lost position. He didn't get anything out of the fall, and the Andrade got to stand up from fouling. So very funny outcome there. But it was a good fight. It was a good fight. If you're gonna watch any fight of of the event, watch this one. Before that, we had a mess of a fight. Mandy Bond for Jijun Kim. So. So yeah, first round, Yeon uh, King comes out, right hand, the first right hand, he hurts Mandy Bomb super bad. Um, then the, the round gets into like grappling exchanges, Yeon King gets some position, Mandy Bomb gets some position, uh, then second round comes, Yeon King like lands bear strike on the feet, then they grapple, Yeon King still ends up on better positions on the feet. Uh, be uh, between the first and the second round, um, they were grappling, and the the round clearly ends. The ref tells them like stop, and Yeon Kim, who is on bottom, pushes Mandy Bomb with with her feet like very aggressively. Uh, nothing comes out of it until the third or second round begins, and then the ref decides to take a point. Um, I gotta say here, uh, I wanted Ji Young Kim to win this fight, and I think she won this fight, but I'm okay with with that point deduction there. Like, fighters should not fight when the round is over. They should get uh, they should get uh, points taken away for not respecting the bounds of the fight. Um, you gotta be, like, the round ends, you gotta stop. I understand, like, landing a late shot. Uh, I mean... Sometimes it, it's it's a gray area. Sometimes, like for example, the the Jermaine Randomy or against Holly Holm or Jose Aldo versus Chad Mendes. Uh, you don't actually know if they did it on purpose. Uh, in the Aldo fight, everyone was saying that the arena was super loud. They couldn't hear the the bell. Uh, I mean, it's not a bell; it's a buzzer that they use in the UFC. I don't know. This one was more of a clearly a clear fault. Then on the third round, uh, Yeon Kim still winning. She's landing like she gets to the back on the clean. She's landing knees to the thigh and then lands a stupid knee to the head. 
Mandy Malone sells the shit out of the fall. Um, I mean, maybe she was hurt. In my opinion, uh, for for what I, what I could see, she was not hurt, to be honest. Uh, but maybe she was, and maybe I'm wrong about But to me, it looked like she was not hurt. She was selling it. Uh, Yeon King gets yet another point taken away. The referee uh, declares that the, the foul was unintentional. That means that the fight goes to a technical decision. And they get uh, the, the judges get to judge that that third round. Uh, in my opinion, Jiyun Kim won all three rounds. So even though, even with the point deduction, um, she should have won the fight. Uh, but too bad for her because now she's getting, she's getting caught for sure. Like you're, you're losing and you're fouling, you're getting caught. That's for sure. Mandy Bomb gets her crappy decision. It's whatever. I mean, I'm not salty because Jiyun Kim lost. I mean, she fought very stupid. She could have won this fight. Uh, I'm not mad that she lost. I'm mad that the fight was so bad and it wasted so much time. Before that, we have Brian Battle versus Gabe Green. Gabe Green comes out blazing, like pressures Battle to the to the cage, unloads. They start exchanging. Brian Battle catches a right hook right on the chin. Gabe Green goes unconscious. It was only 13 seconds. It was crazy. It was crazy. Um, I I often complain about fighters not like unloading against the cage. Sometimes it frustrates me a lot when fighters have their opponent against the cage and they back up to reset in open space. But at the same time, this is a clear example for about why fighters sometimes are like very careful. Like a corner opponent is a dangerous opponent. Um, if you see the exchange, uh, Battle felt like he had Green on top of him. So he was being careful with his defense. He was trying to shoulder roll. Uh, his eyes very open. He was trying to counter. Gabe Green, on the other hand, was just like putting a combination together. Uh, not even watching what Brian Battle was doing. So, so good job for Battle to to find the counter and get the knockout. Gabe Green needs to to fight smarter next time. And the first fight of the night was Tainara Lisboa versus Jessica Rose Clark. Lisboa looks like a good addition to to Bantamweight. Like, she's athletic, she hits hard, can grapple a little bit. That's all you need most of the time, to be honest. Uh, she supposedly has like a Muay Thai background. Not sure if it's a, like an actual Muay Thai grab background or a, like kickboxing with elbows background. Uh, because uh, she fought Valentina Shevchenko back in the day in Muay Thai, but Shevchenko like fought like like in very like traditional rule sets of Muay Thai, and also a lot of like just kickboxing with elbows shit. So you never know, you never know. But that's it. Uh, what else? What else? What else? Uh, I'm not gonna like comment on here, but uh, so Tim Elliott was married to Gina Mazzani and he's claiming that she cheated on him with Kevin Kroom of all people. Um, do what you want with this information. I'm not going to make further comments about it. Uh, there was some drama about Cejudo and Moreno. They're trying to, to sell a fight, I guess. I don't really care unless they announce a fight. 
Chimaev opens up as a favorite against Kamaru Usman. I don't know, I think people is crazy. Like, you saw, like, Cam said, like, struggling with Gilbert Burns. Uh, apparently, Jiri Prochaska is not... Prochaska is not... Um, like, Jamal Hill said he was going to wait until, I don't know what date, to fight Jiri. So they can fight for the for the title. Uh, but yeah, I mean, Jiri apparently is not going to make it, so... Hill will have to defend his title against someone else. Hopefully, Ankalaev. And if Ankalaev is not, like, available, like, yes, Blahovich. But yeah, I mean, hopefully one of those two, not John, not fucking Johnny Walker, for fuck's sake. Um, Dana White confirms that Figueredo is not fighting. Manel Cap. Uh, I don't know, that's... It, it was like classic UFC pressuring a fighter into taking a fight. And, and yeah, Figueredo is not medically clear to compete. So like the UFC being assholes as usual. Um, there was like another stupid YouTube boxing event. I didn't watch any of it except for Wings of Redemption fighting Boogie. Because I know it was funny because there were... They are very fat, and I'm not. I'm not gonna say anything else about that. Uh, some fight announcements: Brian Barbarina is going to fight Mahmoud Muradov. Uh, so I'm guessing uh, Barbarina is the one that is moving up to middleweight because Muradov, like, pretty big guy and has fought his whole career, made his debut at middleweight. So, so yeah, I mean, I'm guessing that. Barbarina not in great shape at welterweight. I'm not sure why he's moving up. Maybe the card is rough. You never know. But yeah, I mean, I I don't know. We, we gotta watch that one. Uh, Vitor Petrino, Petrino, a very athletic, like heavyweight that is not good at anything other than being like powerful and fast. Will fight Mars Martin Pragnio. Pragnio like kicks a lot, I guess. He had that awful fight with William Knight. And uh, yeah, that's that's for sure a fight. That will be a fight in history. And this one is actually good. Uh, CJ Vergara will fight Vinicius Salvador um, on July 29th. Uh, that's UFC 291, by the way. So yeah, very good fight for, for a flyweight division. Uh, what else? What else? What else? What else? Uh, Lando Vanata will fight Mike Breeden. I had to look up Mike Breeden. He has fought two times in the UFC, lost twice. Uh, lost a decision to Nathan Le Levi the, the last time around. And he's one of those like completely random guys that knocked out by by Alexander Hernandez. <laughs> uh, not much to say. I mean, weird for Lando to get this kind of matchmaking. I, I guess the UFC really wants Lando to get a win this time around. And if he cannot win like against this kind of guy, at least they get uh, a fake prospect out of the fight. We have a Holy Hall main event. So Myra Bueno Silva Chitara was supposed to fight um, Misha Tate. I'm not sure if that was a main event or this fight was moved around. I don't know. But the thing is that July 15th, 
we get yet another Holy Home main event and we all are so sick of these. They are never good fights. Uh, hopefully, hopefully Bonacilda wins this one. She has some tools to win. She hits hard, leg kicks. Uh, probably not, not a fight that Holly Holm can cosplay as a wrestler in. But, I mean, just dreadful, dreadful. Stop doing this shit. Please, please. I, I'd rather take the, the Michelle Watterson main events over Holly Holm main events. Both are bad, but these, these are worst. Are worse for sure. Uh, Odman Asaitar will fight Francisco Prado in a fight between guys with absolutely no depth to their games. And that's it. I mean, I told you guys, not, not much to talk about. So let's talk about the only big event going on next week is uh, UFC Fight Night. Uh, I actually am okay with the main event. It's Mackenzie Dern versus Angela Hill. It's an interesting fight. Like, you know, Hill always has trouble with the grapplers. Lost a fight not long ago against Jan Roba. But I told you guys, Jan Roba, better wrestler than Mackenzie Dern. Uh, so, interesting to see if Dern can take it to the ground. If she can take it to the ground, like a lot of girls have been taking the approach of stalling her. Um, so, yeah. Interesting. Uh, Co-main has Edmund Shabazian versus Fluffy Hernandez. Pretty cool. Pretty cool fight. Shabazian, uh, obviously very dangerous early. Hernandez puts on the insane pace and we've seen Edmund tiring the bat. So, classic two-outcome fight, but... A cool one to see. Before that, we have Emily Ducote versus Lupita Godinez. Uh, so a fight between the daughters of Angela Hill. Good to see it, but actually like good. Both interesting prospects for, for the division. Andre Fialio is giving the welcome to Joaquin Buckley to the welterweight division in the UFC. I'm, I'm guessing, I'm guessing this is a... A welterweight fight. I mean, Buckley has said in the past that he's, he was going to eventually move to 170. Uh, Fialio, not very big to make. Not big enough for 185, I would say. But yeah, I mean, we should at least get uh, a big knockout on that one. Before that one, we have the good fight of the night. Other than the main event, we have Michael Johnson versus Diego Ferreira, CDF. Yeah, this one is good. It's good. I mean, both guys are like not in their primes anymore, but Michael Johnson's have been looking good lately. Fejera, always good. I mean, clearly like looking a bit past it, but but yeah. Fejera also like can be like put on the paper of the wrestler. He did against Anthony Perez, but not like a super dangerous offensive wrestler. So interesting to see if he tries to... He tries to strike with Johnson, goes full on wrestler, tries to mix it up. Obviously, mixing it up is always the best thing you can do. But you know how MMA fighters are. They are weird. Uh, before that, on the prelims, we have Maheshate versus Borshev. And that one should be fun. Like, both guys strike hard. <laughs> Borshev, I think, has the edge here. Uh, the better technical striker of the two. Maheshate is... He's like clever, but he's a, a bit messy with his technique. He's huge though, so so yeah, keep an eye on that one, I guess. Karolina Kowalkiewicz is fighting Vanessa Demopoulos. I don't know, man. Karolina, Karolina had her like her 
her little resurgence moment. But I think she's still like past it. I, I'm guessing Demopoulos wins this one because she's younger. Uh, Orion Kosi fights Gilbert Urbina. It's it's a fight. It's a fight for sure. Uh, we have heavyweight bout between Ilir Latifi. Always always good to see Latifi up at heavyweight just because he's so thick. Uh, Rodrigo Nascimento. Not much to say about that. Chase Hooper makes his 155 debut against Nick Fior. Okay, I guess. Victoria Leonardo fights Natalia Silva. Natalia Silva had that big like spinning back kick to the head knockout on her last fight. So guess there's that. Uh, Temba Gurimbo fights Takashi Sato on the opening fight. And man, this, this card is... Mm, it has... Other than the main event and Michael Johnson versus uh, CDF, there are some watchable fights like Fiyo versus Buckley, it's okay. Shabazian versus Hernandez is okay. Mahishate versus Borsha should be fine, but meh. Like, not a lot of. Or the, the main event, you could argue, the main event is the only thing that is somewhat important here. And. I mean, yeah, we're we're going through one of those like rough patches in MMA. Like, not a lot going on. Not a lot to look forward to. But yeah, I guess I guess you guys should like hit me up with some questions for the next week. Um, unless unless the the pay per view is like next. But I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I'm gonna check out what's the what's the next UFC card. No, it's Kaikara France versus Samira Basi. And that's a very good main, main event, but I don't know how the car is. Anyway, I'll be taking questions for next week for the podcast. Uh, sorry, this is a bit later than usual. Uh, but yeah, I mean, that's it. Uh, fuck the UFC, fuck MMA, fuck my life. Um, and yeah, guys, have, have a nice week. Thanks for joining me. Remember to support the fight site on Patreon. And I'll see you on the next one.